hi you guys this is so exciting it's so exciting to like be doing this again I don't think I'm gonna like be doing doing it but it's cool to just be I don't know doing this right now I'm really happy it's awesome um the reason why I decided to start this up again is because um I just feel like I feel like I'm starting kind of a new phase of my life and I feel I'm excited about my running stuff and my career stuff. Like I feel like everything's just kind of taking off and I feel like I'm, I'm, I don't know, like, you know, when you're on the runway and then I'm just kind of like taking off, like I'm just getting a little bit of, a little bit of airtime. I'm getting a little bit of hope and I think I've always had hope thanks to family and friends and support and everything, but I just feel like I don't know. I just feel not that every, every day is a good day and I feel awesome every day. It's not like that. Don't worry. But I just feel like, um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm in a really good place right now. And, um, I want to document it because I think like, I don't know. I was listening to Ryan Hall's podcast lately and, um, I'm really appreciating all of his inspirational, direction and tips not just on about running and training and stuff but just can't like he has like really good um insight in life in general and I've I've just like totally just binge listening to all of his podcast episodes if you guys don't know who Ryan Hall is he's an American Olympian um runner and his wife Sarah Hall is also and they adopted four kids, I think from Ethiopia, daughters, and they're just like a really cool, fruitful, like filling family. Like they're just like, you tap into anything that they say or talk about, like whether it's running related or life related or anything. And it's just like, it just feels rich, you know? So I just feel really inspired by them. But I'm also inspired by, I don't know, spring, you know, like just the way that spring is showing up right now with the with the longer days and the the warmer weather and like I can hear birds chirping and flowers growing and I don't know I just like, it just feels like really hopeful you know and I think that's so cool about spring how it does gives hope um so yeah I I had some just I feel like really full and I thought um, of talking to you guys a little bit on here and mostly because when Ryan Hall, like I was listening to one of his episodes and he's like, one of the things that you can do to track your progress for, you know, training and he, he's doing like powerlifting, but even when he was, um, a professional runner and for all of us, if we're, you know, like if we're runners or anything that we're, we're doing and we want to track our progress with it's cool to document stuff because then we can look back because he made that he he talked about how each day we wake wake up in the morning we go brush our teeth and we look at ourselves in the mirror can we tell that our hair grew one quarter of a millimeter like we can't track track that but if we document everything we can take that huge lump of information and then from a far away standpoint just look back and be like okay I see that my hair grew from January 2019 to July 2019 so we can can take like that big picture perspective and see our growth and see where how far we've come from and 
And so I thought this would be like a really great opportunity for me to document that kind of thing and how I was, I was recording podcast episodes back then and like a year ago and a little bit into the summer and stuff and even the fall, I think. And, and I stopped, which was, which felt true and right and appropriate. And I'm not sure if I'm going to continue this, but it just feels like tonight is a good night to put an episode out there. And, you know, like I just felt led, like it was the right thing to do. So I'm just going, going with it. Um, I, I just feel really inspired by life in general. Like I probably just spring, but also, um, just like I wrote a final exam. I'm taking four courses right now in the, in my program. And one of the courses just ended and I wrote my final exam on Friday and I did really well in it and I'm doing really well in the course. And I'm just like, I feel so, this is super strong and empowered by, my ability to, to like even take this course like I just feel like I don't even when I look back on this last year like it blows my mind all the things that I was able to do and able to like come out of and and grow from and just everything it just feels overwhelming and awesome and I just feel like super pumped so that's why I kind of wanted to share this episode with you one of the themes that I was thinking about, and maybe I'm going to, maybe I'll butcher it. Maybe I'll, it won't be a, like an appropriate comparison, but I'm thinking about how like so many times in my life, so many times, like 20 years worth, I would write or talk about how running translates over into our lives. But today I was thinking about how divorce translates over into running. So like, I really, like I, you guys know how much I love running and running helps us cope with so much stuff in our lives. You know, like when we go through hard things and if we've, if we've gone through like a training session for a marathon, like we know how hard it is to get through those long runs and how hungry we are and how glycogen depleted we are and how mentally tough it is you know, between 18 and 23 miles and how much it hurts the next day. And like, we, we, we learn from all of our mistakes and like that kind of stuff. But what I was kind of thinking about today was like how our lives or difficult situations such as divorce can actually help our running. And it was like a really cool thing for me to think about because I don't often think of it in that way. I think of like how running can help us in life. So it was a kind of like a cool flip situation. And um, I'm just reading through my notes a little bit here because I'm a geek and I recorded myself um, while I was running. I kind of wish I could just like insert what I said while I was running into this. But um, what I basically was thinking about was how divorce helps running in a few different ways. Um, when you go through a divorce, it's, um, it's a, it's long. (laughs) I, I don't know if you guys have that in the States, but in Canada, you can't file for divorce until you've been separated for a year and you cannot get a divorce until you have a final order and a final order comes after a long 
quite often after like a long fight over everything. So uh, parenting time and child support and spousal support and division of assets and all that stuff. And that takes a long time. The court system is, um, is it's long. Like it, it takes a long time. And you know what? I don't, I don't blame it. Like I'm not mad about it. I think that it's actually good that it takes a long time because you think about what it's dealing with. It's it's dealing with the end of a marriage with children and everything. Like it should take a long time because it's a big deal. And so I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad about that, but the way that divorce helps running in that running is an endurance sport, right? And divorce is also an endurance sport. And I think, um, endurance athletes like runners, like long distance runners are kind of made for difficult situations that are drawn out, dragged out for a long time. Um, someone said to me recently, uh, who was that? was Jason. Yeah. Jason said to me, he's like, Oh, Susie, this is going to be a long road. He, he used those exact words. And I've known Jason since I was like 13, 14 years old. His family is my family. Like we know each other very well. So for him to use those words, I'm like, okay, Jay, I think I can handle a long road. <laughs> I'm, I've been running marathons since 1998. I think I'm good. And I, and it made me think too, like, um, obviously I don't lo- like divorce is hurtful, especially for our kids and stuff. And I'm not saying that like, oh yeah, divorce is like a marathon because marathons, they're rewarding and they're fun and divorce is not rewarding and not fun. But when you get to the end of it, it's like, okay. Some of the things that I was thinking about, um, um, our goals. So my goal, I've been really, I've been really hyped about, uh, breaking three hours, right? If you guys know me at all, you know, I want to break three hours. I have a three Oh two thirty, and I'm in, I'm 43 years old. So I'm kind of running out of time and there aren't any races right now. And so whatever race that I do this year is probably going to be virtual. And I'm totally okay with that. If I can upload my Garmin onto Strava or something just to prove that I ran a sub three, I'm totally fine with that. But I'm also fine with not running a sub three, which I know a lot of people would argue like there's like a book called How Bad Do You Want It? And I get that you have to be like super driven and super passionate about like how bad do you want it? And I do. Like I, I so badly want a sub three marathon. But I also so badly want my kids to be healthy and happy. And I so badly want to be able to like provide for them and be their safe and secure parent and like authority of the home and like breadwinner. And like, I so badly want a lot of things, right? And it doesn't mean that I, it doesn't mean that I'm taking anything away from a sub three, but I'm going to give it everything that I have that's appropriate, right? Like it, I'm going to give everything that I possibly have to make sure that my kids are fed and cared for and loved. Like obviously that's my priority and anything left over, I so badly want a sub three. Like I really want it, but I'm totally okay if I don't, 
Like, I swear, I swear I'm totally okay if I don't. I love the process of it. Like, I love, I love the training. I love writing down my next workout. I love, I love connecting with people and sharing it on social media. I love like, hey, did you see that I did this workout? Because that means that you can do it. Because I know the reason why I did my workout is because I saw you do yours. And that gave me motivation and inspiration to do mine. Like, it's like that. And I love, like, I love all that stuff. And I love, um, I, I just love, I just love everything. It's basically what I'm trying to say. Oh, Lisa, Lisa Mason. She's so funny. She just texted me. I sent her, I sent her a link to a really funny, uh, comedy, a comedian. He was doing this like act on emergency rooms. It's really funny. My life coach sent it to me, Andrew Gray. I love Andrew Gray. He's amazing. It's so weird how I found Andrew Gray. So back in, when was it? October. I think you guys know the story, but, um, I emailed, I don't know how many lawyers, so many. And, um, I just like begged for their help and like, I had a few responses and Darnell, my lawyer, he emailed me back and he was like the only one that was good. (laughs) And, um, I like, I hit the jackpot with him. He's so awesome. And then he referred me to Andrew Gray, my life coach. And then Andrew Gray and I have so much in common. Like I just, I love life, how it works out that way. And it's just so cool. Anyway, that was a bit of a tangent. Um, so, okay. So one thing that, another thing that, um, divorce helps like relates to running Um, so running, like, you know, like new runners, when they go out there, they don't know to wear the proper shoes. They don't know to, um, like a lot of like when you, when you run with kids, like when I would take my kids for like a, the 5k run for water, fun run or whatever, they'd run, they'd like do a sprint for a hundred meters and then they would tank and then they'd walk and then they'd run and then they'd be all pressured by their friends and they like push too hard and their cheeks would be all red and I think that's what it's like when you get divorced too like you divorce is so overwhelming and brand new and when I first got divorced from Andrew not divorced but when we split up like going through the process I was like I made a lot of mistakes like I made a lot of new divorcee mistakes where I would wear the wrong shoes and run too fast and you know and you, you just kind of figure it out as you go. You make a lot of mistakes and then you kind of take a step back and correct them. And, um, it's a, it's a process, process, process. It just is. And I know a lot of people hate that. Like they hate the saying, like, trust the process, but it's so true. And that's one thing that running and divorce have in common is that you can do all the right things like you can follow the training program and you can, you know, check off all the, the workouts and everything, but you, you can only control the controllables. Like there's so much that you can't control. And that's one thing that I've really learned over the last couple of years is that there is so much that I cannot control. And like, I, I can just do the best that I can here. Whenever I have Calum and Jesse here, I can just like love all over them and and do the best that I can and give them everything that I have possible. And, and then at some point I have to let go. Like if, if they, 
I don't know, like any, like there's always curveballs that come along, right? <laughs> that like it, it just happens. And so that's one thing I learned with running too, is like, well, we don't, we don't know our weaknesses. We might have uh, hip imbalance. We might have weak glutes. We might have to, you know, have an injury first to figure out, oh, hey, you know what? This needs a little bit of work. We need to kind of strengthen our, our hips or our pelvis or, you know, like there's nothing like running and there's nothing like divorce that will show us our weaknesses, you know, like they, it's like you do something tough like that and, uh, weaknesses will show up and it's like, like it's an emergency. You can't just, you can have a happy marriage and you can, you know, you'd be married for like 50 years and, and you guys all get along and, and it's awesome. And I'm not taking anything away from that, but there's nothing like adversity that's like throws you in the fire and you figure out pretty quick what's wrong, you know? And if you don't, like, you see what's wrong and if you don't want to fix it, then that's your choice. But if you want to fix it, then you have this opportunity to fix it and grow and move forward and it's incredible. And then you get to go like, hey, you know, I, I got, I have an upper hamstring injury. Like I do, I have an upper hamstring injury. It's it's that common marathoner hamstring injury that happens to every marathoner apparently. And I, yeah, I have it. And I'm noticing that I can't run, um, faster. Like I can't do like four hundreds at three, six minute mile pace. <laughs> I never did track, so I don't know how to translate it that way in a cool way for you track stars, but, um, I just can't run really, really fast for a short amount of like periods of time. Otherwise I, my body just, it just shuts down. It just like, it's like, nope, we're not going to do that. And with divorce too, like going through the stuff that I've gone through this last year, like I didn't know what to do. Like I had no idea what I was doing. I was doing the best that I could with what I had. And what I had was the mentality and emotional stability of someone who has never been through a divorce like this before. So like, how am I supposed to know? And it's so good for us to give us, like, just have a little bit of grace and, and, um, you know, like this is brand new. And even for like new runners, like you guys, you don't, you're like, even for me, I'm not a new runner, but I'm not an Olympian. So like, I don't know, like sometimes like we make mistakes, we get caught up in the passion of like, we're really mad. And so we're going to go for like a really fast workout or we, we run too hard up a hill because we're like, yeah, fuck that. And then, but we just had, um, a marathon pace tempo run two days ago. And so now we tweaked our calf muscle. Like sometimes we're just human and it gets the best of us, but like, we don't, we're just, we don't know, you know, and and it's all a learning experience and, and, uh, and I love that. I love that how, I love how it's so relatable, like how running translates over to life, but I love how our life experiences, whether it's divorce specifically or just adversity in general, like if someone's, you know, gets a diagnosis, like my friend Becky, she has breast cancer and she and I talk sometimes and we relate so much to each other. And it's like, she's happily married with five kids. I'm, I've been divorced twice with five kids. She has breast cancer. I do not. I've like, but she's like, Hey, I, I, I think of you often. And like, we have so much in common because we're, I don't know. It's just adversity is adversity, you know? And and it's like the same thing with running too. Like long distance running is adversity really, 
Like it is. It's so hard to just keep going when all your whole body is just like, like stop, stop. And you're like, no, I'm going to keep going. And it's hard to push through and it's hard to like think, um, you're going to be like, just talk to myself too. And my whole body hurts at the end of the marathon, you're at mile 20 and my body's like, Susie, stop. And my mind is like, Susie, I've got you. Like, just keep going. Like you can do this. And anyway, I sound like a lunatic, but, um, I'm not looking at my notes at all. I just totally just went off on a tangent. I just, I'm, I'm really, really excited about, um, I want to run a sub three and I'm excited about getting back into training. I think that, um, the stuff that I've been through in this last year is so good for everything. And my running was so good for everything that I've been through this last year. Does that make sense? Like they both feed into each other and it's so empowering. It's incredible. Like I, when I moved into the, into the marathon, into the apartment, I didn't have the ability to run. I didn't have a, I didn't have a stroller. I didn't have a treadmill. I left everything behind. And yet I brought my sister's exercise bike up to the eighth floor and I biked the living bejesus out of that thing. And it was so awesome. And that's kind of how life is too. Like there's seasons of stuff where I didn't get unfit. That was a season of like rest where my, where my legs, I've been pounding, I've been pounding miles out of my body since 1998 was when I ran my first marathon and I ran a 50 miler in 2011. Like I haven't stopped. I've had babies throughout it, but I keep running and it was so good for me to be forced to stop, you know, and I didn't stop. Obviously I ran a little bit, but hardly at all compared to what I used to. And that season of my life was so important because now, now that I have a treadmill and now that I have the ability to like actually go out and train and have time and, and just like my life's calmed down, you know, like my, my mind feels healthy and balanced and I'm not like manic and angry, you know, like I'm just like, Hey, you know, it feels so good to be able to just like, okay, this is my, this is what I want to do. I want to run a sub three this year. And just enjoy the process of it and enjoy the workouts. And like every time that I I come back home or get off the treadmill and I feel like I accomplished something, even sometimes just, sometimes just like tonight I went out and ran five miles in the rain, listening to Ryan Hall's podcast, that was accomplishing something like so much more than a lot of my workouts have. It doesn't matter how fast I ran or how many miles I ran. Every time we get out there and just build that whole consistency toward our goal, whatever, you know, like it just feels so rewarding and so amazing. And okay. I feel like I'm going on a tangent. I don't even know if I'm going to publish this, but, um, I'm probably going to, I'm going to go to John's house soon. So I'm not going to publish it tonight. I'll check over it tomorrow and see if it's okay to push publish but if it is and if you guys are listening to this I just like I hope you I hope you know my heart and I hope you hear my heart in this like life is life is so hard but and I don't like I don't want to be like oh there's rainbows and butterflies in every situation no matter what like I'm not saying that at all I'm just saying like it can be redeemed like it can be used it is used. It's incredible. And it doesn't have to feel incredible in that moment. Like if you guys knew how messy and sick and messed up 
those moments that I felt and how many times I've had to call my sister or call my mom and just like rail against life and like beg for them to help me stay alive and like those moments are real and they are not they do not feel good like they're not what I'm saying right now like it's like oh no you guys just look at the bright side of life it's not like that but those moments while they're so valid and so real in the moment they pass and they're worth something. They're worth more than you can ever imagine those moments. They're incredible. It's like, okay, I'm going to be a metaphor here, you know, but it's like, um, let me think. I don't know how to compare it. They're just worth so much. Like when I went, I went grocery shopping to Walmart today. I noticed that whenever I bought, like when I buy butter, like butter is really expensive. Okay, this is really a stupid metaphor. <laughs> I sound like an idiot. I just, I just think of them, you guys, okay, this is your assignment, all right? If you guys listen to this, if I actually press publish, then this is your assignment. Message me a metaphor of what would be a really difficult moment if you could put a price tag on it and it's worth something later. So I went out childbirth, something like that. Childbirth. Yes. How much pain, like how much pain we go through, but look how much it's worth that, that stuff. If you guys have any other ideas, let me know. Okay. Um, and then it's hard to kind of compare to childbirth because any idea you come up with, you're like, well, it's not childbirth because those are human beings. Those are our kids. We're supposed to love them more than anything. And <laughs> Okay, popcorn, right? Like you take those little kernels and you put them in the microwave and they pop and they make something amazing. Anyway, I tried. Okay, I hope you guys have an awesome night. Um, I really had every intention of making this episode something really educational and righteous and amazing. And it's probably really awkward, but you know what? It fits. It fits me. It fits. It fits my, uh, it fits. It's all good. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, um, lots of love to you and I hope you guys are doing awesome. And yeah, I don't know where this is going, but it just felt like a right time to share everything with you. So, um, feel free to share back. Okay. Love you all. Night.